Hi, everyone. This is Diana Chapman here with my co-founder of the Conscious Leadership Group, Jim Dethmer. Hi, Jim. Hey, Diana. (laughs) We are really excited today to introduce to you a conscious leader that we are starting to work with. This is Rod Harl. Rod, we're so happy to have you with us today. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Jim and Diana. Very excited to be here with you today. So, Rod, you're the first one that we're interviewing here that's just getting started with us. This We're probably, what, maybe six or seven months in to yeah, working with your right. team. Yes. And so we wanted to have you, uh, first of all, introduce yourself so that people get a chance to find out more about you and the organization you lead. And then we'll mm-hmm. talk more about what it's like to just get started here with bringing in the 15 commitments. Sure, sure, absolutely. So um, uh, the business with which I work is Alien Candles. We are a uh, contract candle manufacturer. And uh, as I've shared, we're one of the larger candle manufacturers in the United States that you have never heard of. Uh, You won't see our name on uh, uh, brands in the stores, but uh, we make for uh, a number of of large brands. generally mid to higher end uh, quality. And um, from a size standpoint, just for scaling, we'll make uh, well over 50 million uh, candles this year, all manufactured in the United States. Uh, We have around 300 year-round employees between two plant sites, uh, one in New Hampshire, one in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, during the holiday time of year, the fall and holiday production period, so busiest time of year, we'll have about a thousand a thousand employees total. Many of them uh, hourly and temporary uh, employees at both of our sites. Fantastic! And you, Rod, got involved with and interested in the Conscious Leadership Group because you and I met through an event at a YPO mm-hmm. organization event. Is that yep? How that's you absolutely it? correct. Yep, exactly. So. Uh, I've been a member of Young President's organization for uh, six or seven years now. And, uh, Diana, we did a um, uh, a two-day event with our forum in Lowell, Massachusetts. Um, And you also did uh, some events with the New England chapter. Uh, We stayed in touch after that, and it was deeply impacted um, uh, through the forum work by uh, your concepts is really my first exposure to uh, a general topic of emotional intelligence, but your specific flavor on it. Uh, And we had, we were at a point where we had, we've had cultural problems at different points with each of our plants as as a lot of companies go through. Uh, One of our plants, we were able to um, work with leadership and and, uh, bring some of the uh, concepts just ourselves and, and uh, get that on a good path. Our larger legacy facility, uh, we realized about now a year ago that we really needed to bring in someone from the outside and in thinking about the resources uh, that I knew or that others in our management team knew, um, we decided to uh, invite uh, you, Diana, in for uh, a two-day session with first our leadership team and then our about our top 40 employees, uh, and it was really 
uh, at first uh, both exciting and somewhat frightening uh, exposure to conscious leadership. But uh, uh, that work resonated so strongly with people um, that we decided to uh, continue on. We had a second event, and now we're exploring uh, going in even even deeper in 2017. Tell me more. You said um, exciting and threatening. What do you mean by that? Mm. Exciting and frightening. Um, so it's exciting because we're we're kind of scratching at um, at issues that uh, we knew had been eroding. Um, uh, eroding or taxing, maybe a better term, our interaction and our ability to work effectively as a business. Uh, so I was excited as a leader to, to crack some of this open and uh, uh, be prepared to move beyond it. Frightening because you don't really know what to expect. There's an element of the unknown. Uh, and and for me, uh, one of the tools that i share with you, we Diana brought to us uh, in the Enneagram, I'm a, I'm a type three, uh, we use this deeply across our management team. Uh, as a type three, I had been heroing people uh, and protecting them and, and uh, wanting to make sure everybody was happy and uh, appreciated what we were doing as a business. And there's an element of conscious leadership and you go through the consciousness process that uh, wakes you up to things that can be threatening. And I knew we were going to get topics on the table that were uncomfortable and sometimes ugly. And that's that's frightening to me as a leader, and and of course, in my you know, prior state, I thought, well, that's got to be frightening to everyone else in the business. So uh, maybe the some of the greatest greatest fright and discomfort was uh, in, in my own mind as we were uh, uh, sort of holding hands and jumping into the in, into the water of, of conscious leadership together. And. As you're just getting started, what are the first things that you're noticing that are changing amongst you as a leader and then amongst your team? It's a good question. Um, so let me maybe share some of the first things that we did to bring this in, and then I'll share with you how, how we, what I observed and maybe what some others observed. So the first toe in the water and uh, uh, bringing some some concepts into the business, I showed a, a, uh, a drama triangle video in our, our monthly, one of our monthly town halls at each of our facilities. Uh, and this was an eight-minute video by uh, Mo Fafflebaugh uh, that he did at a TEDx conference. And the response to that was so was so warm, welcoming, uh, and uh, I guess I'd use the term curious, genuinely, uh, from our people that they wanted to learn more and we were finally giving them for all the training and, and other knowledge that you, you, you help help provide to employees. They didn't have any of anything on uh, along these dimensions. So people were very thirsty for uh, more information uh, and more conversation uh, uh, along these lines. Uh, so we, we then went through with Diana the Enneagram uh, typing of our senior uh, of our leadership team, uh, and that started to give us, uh, I, I guess I'd say, more empathy for the different, um, uh, how each of us were wired. And through that, uh, through that knowledge, the dynamic of our conversations changed. So we stopped saying, why would person X 
be saying this, or why would this individual not uh, uh, take the, take this action? Well, now we understand, and we're much tighter, much closer as a, as a leadership team because of that, um, and might have a much greater understanding for our, our makeup. Uh, the subsequent steps uh, we've taken, and Diane, as you point out, we're only months into this, uh, and I, I think a very easy step we took is to take the, the 15 Commitments book, and yes, we told everybody to read it, and yes, everyone said they read it. I think we're all realistic about how that works. So every one of our monthly management meetings, we set aside uh, a time period, it probably ends up being about 75 minutes, uh, where everyone reads, reads a chapter. Uh, we all read the same chapter. We go around in a popcorn fashion. We just bounce between people, and everyone shares a story about that, uh, that commitment. And it was such a basic, such an easy thing to do and, and certainly not threatening to anyone. Um, uh, now that time of our leadership meeting, I know it's one of the times that I look forward to the most. We do it sort of near the end, so there's a period of reflection and uh, relaxation where everybody just opens up. And that the vulnerability that we've, we've brought, and I think you said trying to to model some of the, you know, it's important for the leader to model some of the behavior. Um, I try to bring up a story that's a little more vulnerable, uh, a little more personal than uh, than we've heard in the past. That sort of gives everyone permission to open up and 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 share uh, share a story that themselves. Not everybody is equally comfortable with this, some more than others, but we're uh, I think we're six. Uh, six chapters, six commitments in, six months in, and uh, so far the leadership team has been extraordinarily embracing uh, of that, of each subsequent commitment in that, that session. And then we find in the, the conversations over the next month, people are bringing that up uh, and referencing it. And I'm you know, delighted and surprised to see people unsolicited say, uh, hey, I'm, 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 I'm seeing what my 100% responsibility is here on this issue. <laughs> That's great. I heard you say that some people take it on a little more than others. How are you dealing with those who are more reticent to explore <laughs> the content? That's great. Um, well, that's a great question. Um, and I'm, I'm somewhat laughing to myself because, Diana, as we were uh, sharing a, a plane ride to our other facility back in July, uh, you challenged me. And you, you said, now, I think it's the audience probably knows that they know Diana, Diana's an eight. And so eights are really good at challenging trees. Um, and so she challenged me. She said, you've got to take, you know, take a real strong leadership position here. And I, I of course, have to internalize that and squeeze it a little and, and get comfortable with it. But for the people who, who aren't as comfortable, I, I talk with them. And I, I sort of shrug my shoulders and say, listen, this is important to me. I'd like it to be important to you. Uh, I can't make it be important to you. Uh, but we're going to go through these sessions, and we're all going to take part. And no one gets to pass. No one gets to say, I'm not, uh, I, I don't have a story here. I'm not comfortable. You've got you've got something to share, and it's going to be great no matter what you say. And that's a kind of a soft sell. But by the time you go around the room and and 
eight or nine other people have spoken and really shared something and allowed yourself, hopefully allowed yourself to be moved a little bit by a couple of those stories, people, people get on board. Um, you know, as I think about what's been surprising to me uh, in, in this first few steps that we've taken, uh, I fully expected that there would be uh, uh, individuals that are key people on our team who just you know, would re reject it out of hand. Uh, they haven't. They've, they've been at least opening and open and uh, participating in it, uh, which which is, is is a complete delight and wasn't something I was anticipating. Yeah. You know, Rod, I'm I'm interested since you're fairly new to this. Um, there. I'd like to know a little bit about your background around personal growth or self-awareness, because of all the options you could have picked to work with some of your culture issues in some of your plants, you chose to work with Diana and conscious leadership. So I think it might be useful. How did you get, like, have you done, you know, therapy or did you, um, you know, through YPO, did you start doing personal exploration? Probably something got you curious in this direction first that might be useful for people to hear about that part of your story. Is there an aspect of that that's true? Hmm. Um, yeah. Thank you, Jim. I, I, I'm sure there is, and I hadn't, I hadn't given it deep contemplation. But um, the, the, the short element of my background that's really mostly in contrast with where we're going now. So I, I have a technical background. I have undergraduate oh. degrees in, in uh, engineering and science, and I worked in the pharmaceutical industry, you know, very much a doing role for many years. Um, and after graduate school, uh, I, uh, I graduated in 2000, which was a, a crazy, uh, crazy time coming off the back end of the dot-com era. And a business I started with my current business partner, um, Ted at the time was, and we started it with a third individual, uh, and we had some success. We got to a certain size, and uh, uh, we we ended up exiting that in a somewhat unremarkable way. So the business is healthy now. The um, coming out of that, when I re reconnected with Ted a few years later, and we decided to look to acquire a business and work together again, there were some elements out of that. Uh, startup experience that we said, look, we're going to do this and we're going to work together. We're going to spend several days up front, just you and I, talking about the business we want to have. Uh, and we really were informed by, I guess, some mistakes or you know, constructs in the prior business. We said, look, we're not going to do this. We're going to set this up in terms of our relationship. And it was those conversations that were really difficult for me um, Initially, again, as a three, I was opening up and you know, kind of moving up my own levels. Um, but Ted's an eight, and he's challenging me, <clears throat> challenging me, excuse me, along the way. And I would, I'd probably trace it back to that, those conversations where, look, I'm not going to tolerate um, uh, a number of behaviors, and we're going to respect our employees in a certain way, and we're going to have these philosophies. Uh, it didn't really instantiate fully um, you know, until over, over many subsequent years. But I probably trace it back to uh, that openness to saying, look, I'm going to communicate with candor. Um, we're going to be 
uh, forward thinking with each other. Uh, and you know, those are just the really the fundamental underpinnings of that that you eventually get to a 15 commitments yeah. kind of structure. Uh, but I probably trace it back to 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 that point in my life where I started to see things a little differently. Yeah, that's cool because you know one of the things we say is that people tend to come to this work either because they've got a big vision that they can't realize apart from a substantial shift in how they're doing their work or and or they've had some pain. And mm-hmm. one of the things I hear from your story is you had some pain and probably had a vision of a different way of doing it. And rather than just kind of doubling down on your old style and your old patterns with Ted, you said, wait a minute, let's learn from what occurred. So you were a curious learner and you were committed to trying something different and standing mm-hmm. for a different way of being in a relationship with Ted and being in a relationship with team members and stuff like that. So that's useful to me to know. Cause I think, again, we say most people either come because they got a big vision that they just can't get at doing it their old way, or they've had some pain. And instead of going numb to their pain, they've decided to learn from their pain. And it sounds like both are true for you. So that's great to know. Yeah. Thank you. I guess thinking forward, uh, one of the elements of excitement in continuing our conscious leadership is, uh, you know, there's a, a philosophy that I don't have you know, completely spelled out, but there's a there's a way that I really want our business to be and our people to interact and and the type of environment that um, that I want us to have. And the elements of conscious leadership are the most aligned that uh, most aligned with that of any you know, really any any uh, probably singular construct that I've I've read about or had a chance to work within. Uh, and a luxury of, of being able to call you know, it heavily influence the culture of a business and the, the role I'm in. One luxury is that I, I get to choose. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, so far, uh, the, the response has been, it's been really good. Uh, uh, I'm most excited now about how do we get our middle management uh, exposed to this and kind of, kind of stepping over the edge, if you will. Uh, and, and getting their their whole commitment to these concepts, which is going to be a challenge, and uh, I'm excited to take it on. That that's where I think the the, the real gold lies in, uh, in bringing bringing this into our business. Mm-hmm. So here's a last question for you. Um, there are people who are listening here who are considering bringing this into their organization, and like you at the beginning, they're a little reticent about what this might do, what, where we might mm-hmm. go if we bring all this Certainly. In. What feedback do you have for other leaders who are interested in also creating a conscious culture like you're doing? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Uh, and certainly one I had had up front. Um, we, the, 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 Diana, you sometimes use the term toddle uh, and think of it like a, you know, a, a, a kid that's a year or two old. They, they sort of toddle. Um, so we decided to do that. Um, and there were, you know, as a, as a leader, you have, uh, have choices about where you put your resources and energy and your backing, right, all your credibility. We could, as a manufacturer, we could and have done whole company lean efforts. We could do uh, whole company training and uh, left brain work. 
Um, and we decided we're going to, to do the conscious leadership. And we didn't decide that up front in, in placing a bet, right? That's, that's just unappealing because if you place a bet on something and you don't have a, you don't feel good about the resource or the, the material or the, the organizational commitment, it's just not right. Then you've, you know, you've wasted um, time, uh, time, money, energy. So what we did is, is we, we brought it in. I obviously worked with Diana before, so I, I felt very comfortable with um, uh, what you, Diana, could, could do and the impact you could have. We, we put toe in the water. We did the Enneagram. Uh, as, I, as I shared, we um, exposed people to the, to the drama triangle, and the, the, the hunger for, for more was there, so we, we kept feeding people. And then we did the, we're doing the um, uh, commitment a month in the you know, book club portion of our, uh, of our leadership team. And I now feel very good that the, the feedback loop, okay, we feel like we tried this a bit over six months uh, uh, with, with me also uh, trying out some of the behaviors and pushing people on it and seeing how people react. Now I feel good that, um, hey, we can, we can take a little more uh, risk here. Uh, I'll get, I'm behind it completely. I think this is transformational. I think it can be uh, even more transformational the deeper in the organization it goes, uh, at, least in, at least the way our business is constructed. Uh, and now we're, you know, I'm not going in as a big bang with all that risk. Um, so my comment to leaders is try it out. Take some first steps. Do the easy parts, but really listen to your organization and really see how people react. Because uh, in our manufacturing environment, to give someone who's been in uh, you know, manufacturing 20 years and they may have high school or a technical degree uh, kind of education, and you know, we are a big part of can be a big part of their lives. And I want to give them the gift of uh, greater awareness and greater ability to communicate with people. They use that at work. They use it in their personal lives. Um, I think it's just it's just really exciting what uh, uh, what I think what we're on the edge of accomplishing here. Mm. Yeah, toddling. That's always one of my favorite terms to use. It's just let's try some things out. We don't have to be experts here and and see what happens. And I'm so thrilled that there has been such a positive response from so many in your organization and. Uh, and I do appreciate you, Rod, for really standing for it, for saying, this is what I want. This is what I want the organization to be like. And I see how much that has really helped in getting others uh, to join you in that commitment. Great. Well, th thank you. I appreciate that feedback. It's not always visible um, uh, to, to me what I'm doing. Uh, so, so hearing, seeing that foil is great, and I, I think the the other kind is once you're once you start to you know open your open your heart to a lot of the uh, commitments and and you know, taking your time and interpreting each one in, in in terms of what it means for you, uh, the way you act and behave and convey that it's 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 so genuine you don't even recognize that that you're doing it at some point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much for your time and for sharing what's new and fresh for you here so that sure. others can hear more about what it's like to get started with the 15 Commitments. 
That's great. Well, thank you so much. I'm, I'm more than happy to share, and I'm, I'm excited for uh, for anyone who's who's uh, taking the first steps on this journey. It's uh, to say it's frightening, but very exciting, and uh, uh, ultimately you you you'll you get back what what you put in. All right. Thank you so it. much. Great talking. Yeah. Thank great. you all. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Diana.